amis, welcome back to another episode of the Zin Talk. My name is Zinab or Zin, and this place is all about life hacks, motivation, inspiration, all that stuff that you need to hear to start doing something out of your life. What I talk about in this podcast, you probably heard a hundred times already, but sometimes we need to hear it just another time to start doing what we need to be doing. Today's topic is about habits and What I want to do in this episode is break the belief that we have to change completely if we want to start implementing good habits. It's often almost a scary topic because as soon as we hear or know we have to change some of our negative habits, we panic and we get scared already before we even try. Because we think it's too hard. It's too hard to look at ourselves and be ready to change. We think that it's a lot of work when... Really, if we deeply look into it, if we try to break down the process, it really isn't. It's a commitment, but it doesn't have to be a very heavy commitment. I want you to believe that implementing good habits is not as scary and difficult as we make it seem. It's never been about a huge radical change that we have to make all at once. If we think of it this way, if we think that it's a mountain that we have to move before we even start becoming who we want to be or achieve our goal or whatever it might be, then yeah, that's when it gets scary and discouraging. But the power of habits and their impact lies in little tiny things, as surprising as it may sound. You know that for 1% improvement each day, we become 37% better in a year. I think that's fascinating. Imagine you start improving a skill that you have today. Next year, you'll be 37% better at that skill. How amazing is that? Honestly, I find it fascinating. And let's say if you are good at it already, but you just wanted to improve it, that means you'd become a genius by then, probably. So I just want to say the change and transformation they lead to is massive, but good habits really are little things we do. What makes them powerful is repetition. It's the amount of times we do them. And one of the mistakes we make is to think that the bigger the change of a habit, the better the habit. Like the more I change in the beginning, the better. I'm thinking something like, I usually wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and I want to start waking up a little earlier. Well, waking up at five o'clock won't necessarily make me a better me than waking up at 7 a.m. That can surely be true, but it's not really the way to look at it. What will make you a better you is the amount of time you keep waking up earlier consistently. It's never been about intensity, which actually leads me to another point. Because another misconception we have about habits is to do with quantity. We think that like, it's not about how many habits I change. Not because I decided to start changing 10 habits of mine means I'm going to see a change in myself. Not because I suddenly decided okay, you know what, I've had enough of myself, too many bad habits, I'm going to change it all. Not because I start acting on all of those habits means I will be on the right path. Because let me say it again, the power of habits is in frequency and repetition. Once you understand that, honestly, you understand that one little thing done every day is better than 10 things done once in a while, once a month or something. If you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I post a quote in my stories every day, right? I've been doing that for the past six, seven years. And honestly, it's it's a very small thing. What I do is literally read one quote, one quote every day 
take a picture of it and post it online. But I don't think I can even start to tell you about the impact this has had on my life. I'm I'm betting my life on the fact that I wouldn't be talking today in this podcast hadn't I kept doing that. Do you know a quote that says you are the average of your actions? I genuinely love it because it's it's so true. We are what we repeatedly do. And what I love about this whole thing, why I'm fascinated by this and why I can talk about it for so long, is that small habits are not just the fact of doing something. It truly is about identity. Habits are who we are and who we want to be. They shape us. It's the little tiny things that we do that shape us. Because, I mean, if you think of it, we're all the same humans in the first place, right? What makes me different from others is what I do and how I act. That's what differentiates us. Of course, we're physically different than else, but I don't know, both winners and losers, they're both human beings. They have the same goals. They have the same aspirations. But what shapes winners is what they do to be winners. Winners repeatedly do what makes them winners and losers keep repeating things and patterns that make them losers. Okay, I don't look at the world divided in winners, losers, but I guess what I want to say is the little things we do every day, they reflect who we want to be and who we are. And now, if I say that changing our habits isn't that difficult, then why is it that we struggle with it? Why is it that we know changing our habits will make us a better version of ourselves, but we can't keep with it? Number one, I think the most overlooked thing in the habit implementation process lies in our physical environment. There are so many things around us that make our habits be good or bad by default before we even do anything. There are things that we can't always change, of course, because we don't have control over them, like I don't know if I want to start baking more often. My kitchen is so tiny, I can't even move in it. Well, surely that will make my life difficult, but there are many things we can change. We can design our environment to make things easy for us. If I want to start reading more, I don't know, I can put the book where I can see it on my bedside table. So all I need to do is pick it up when I go to bed. And on a personal note, I can tell you this works because I've tried it before and I can tell how big of a difference it makes. If you listen to previous episodes or follow me on Instagram, you see or hear me talking about piano. And when I started, I used to have, uh, I had one of those small keyboard piano at the time where, you know, one of those easily foldable ones. So I used to take it out of the closet, take it out of its like equipment or pocket, however you call it, plug it and start playing whenever I wanted to. But when I decided I wanted to get better at it, I thought, okay, let's actually leave it somewhere in the room where I can see it and jump on it whenever I feel like it. And honestly, without realizing it, I was playing so much more often than I thought. And before I knew it, I had become so much better at it because it didn't feel like an effort to go and take it out of the closet. And trust me, we're very weak human beings. Our level of distraction can be ridiculous. At least I'm talking for myself. I personally know that on my way to getting a book off the shelf, I can be distracted by ridiculous stuff like random things, picking up clothes on the floor or something I heard on TV or a notification on my phone. And next moment, I can be doing anything, just not reading that book. Honestly, we are so weak. So whatever we can do to make things easier for us helps. 
habit stacking. Habit stacking is also a good one that makes implementing habits easier. Habit stacking is where you start implementing a habit while you're doing something that you do regularly anyway. For example, after I had a leg injury last year, I've been trying to do more balancing exercises to help with the strength back in my leg because I felt finding an additional time for this in the day so difficult because I just had a hundred other things to do. I actually do those balancing exercises while brushing my teeth. So honestly, life-changing hack. It doesn't feel like an effort or something additional I have to do. So I don't know if you want to read more, but you struggle to find the time to add this activity during the day. Well, read two or three pages when you have your coffee in the morning, for example. It might not seem like you're doing much, but three pages of a book every day is a lot. Trust me. Remember, for me, it's not even three pages I was reading in the past six, seven years. It was only one quote every day. And here I am. So remember, it's all about the little things. Doing small, teeny, tiny things is how we build habits. And their power lies in their invisible impact. We don't think they're working, but they are working. We just need to trust the process. And I don't know, have you ever noticed every time you ask a successful person or a businessman or an athlete, if you ask them, what's your secret for being so amazing, for being who you are or for mastering whatever skill they have, they all say, I do this, this and this every day. And 90% of the time, it's something, I don't want to say silly, but it's something you don't expect because it expects something big, as in, they must have had some ridiculous stuff, habits and training to get where they are. But no, they only got where they are because they were consistent in doing those teeny tiny things. Which leads me to the following point. The best way to fail straight away whenever you try to build good habits is to set goals or habits extremely high that you can't even follow. And it's not about intensity. Like I said in the beginning, Waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning versus 7 a.m. won't make you a better you if you can't actually follow up and stick to the plan. Okay, number two, why is it that we struggle with implementing good habits? So not only we are weak, like I said earlier, like we're easily distracted, but we are also unfortunately very impatient. And that is the second, I guess, for me, element that prevents us from being good with habits. We expect everything we want to happen in a blink of an eye. We don't see the outcome straight away. So obviously, what do we do? (laughs) We just give up. We want to see something before we keep committing and giving more of ourselves. We want a reward and quick. I understand it's difficult, but there's definitely other ways we can measure habits other than the outcome. If you can keep track of all the little things you do every day, if you can write them down somewhere, you will see that you're doing so much more than you think. Honestly, try this little tip. And sometimes you don't even have to do it yourself. You know, I love that thing in the meditation apps I use. I use Headspace or Calm or even other apps like running apps where they give you run strikes stats. Like whenever you do something in a row, they will congratulate you for doing that and for keeping consistent. They'll even give you like a clapping sound or something like that. Say, yay, you just, you've been doing that for 10 days. That's good. Keep up the work. Well, that's a sign that you're on the right path. So you may not be a runner yet, but you're becoming one. You might not be perfect at meditation yet, but 
you're becoming someone who meditates regularly. That's what matters. The actions we take provide evidence for who we are. And the more we see something about ourselves, the more likely we believe it. And the more likely we are to stick with it. That's the secret. We don't necessarily need to see the end goal. We just need to see we're currently doing it right. And the habit process works better if we focus on the process itself rather than the result. And before you know it, you are where you need to be. Number three, and last but not least, but I think overall, most people don't really like motivation to change their habits. What they like, they rather lack clarity. They don't know what it is they need to change and more importantly, what it is they really want to be in the end. If you don't know who you want to be, of course it's harder to take actions to become who you want to be. It's that simple. Simple but not easy. I mean, it's complicated. And this is where I say habits really are linked to identity. If I know I really want to be a runner, I know what I need to do to be a runner and I know which habits I need to start implementing. That's where the process begins. If I don't know who I want to be, how am I supposed to change anything? Find that out first and your daily habits will start to become so much clearer and easier to implement. They will start to be the daily stuff you do without thinking of them as an effort. Habit change doesn't have to be aggressive. It doesn't have to be tough and very heavy. It can be soft, like water manages to pierce and shape rocks. Not with force, but with softness and consistency. That's what we're trying to do here. And I'll finish it off here with what James Clear says in his book, Atomic Habits. The goal is not to read a book. The goal is to become a reader. The goal is not to run a marathon. The goal is to become a runner. So trust the atomic habits and they will take you where you need to be. All right, that was the Zin Talk. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and can take a few things out of it. As usual, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and share this with whoever might need to hear it. Remember, you can also get in touch with me on my website, thezintalk.com. Try the techniques, tell me about them, and I'll be talking to you very soon. A bientôt.